everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from spicy hot Salt Lake oh, City, Utah. Oh, it's thank God I'm atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking. Well, it's another uh, uh, installment of what Mormons believe. We haven't done one of those. We in haven't really gone. You know, we we met up with some of our listeners. Somebody mentioned, "Hey, you should do more what Mormons believe." Yeah, we're going to do it. Yay! You will learn all about. Mormon Satan. Satan. <laughs> the Mormon devil. The devil. It's, uh, he kind of, he wears a suit. He's, he, well, he's, uh... He probably wears a tank top. <laughs> Shows his sleeves and everything. No, because he's arms. gonna, he's gonna emulate... Oh yeah, you know the downtown. He tricks you. Yeah. He how do you, how do you even know who he is when he when he wears that suit and tie? I know. You never know. You never know. He's buttoned up. Looks I think good. it's I think it's Newt Gingrich. <laughs> I think that's who it is. Possible. It's totally possible. Uh, anyway, yeah. we'll 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 tackle that uh, kettle of worms uh, towards the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, but before that. Dan, what do you got? Um, apparently, in uh, Moscow right now, there's a, a, a real craze going on. It's all the rage. It's, a, it, it's just crazy. A million Russians have already lined up to see <laughs> a piece of the rib of St. Nicholas. Santa Claus? So, well, yeah, St. Nick himself. That, oh. uh, that Turkish saint, known for uh, giving gifts in secret, mm. uh, way back in the day. Uh, well, um, this is the first time in like a hundred years that uh, anybody has seen a piece of Saint Nicholas. <laughs> they, uh, they, they don't regularly trot out Nick's rib. No. Well, apparently they <laughs> had to go into the crypt where he is kept. Oh, they know they know which uh, skeleton he's, is his. He's kept in Italy, right? Is it jolly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there, there is a lot of tinsel about <laughs> everywhere. Uh, he uh, no, so he's kept in a crypt, uh-huh. and nobody's. I mean, they they really haven't done any like reliquary type stuff with him oh. in the past, right? But they decided, as part of some special deal between the Italian and Russian governments, <laughs> uh, to go into the crypt, take out a piece of him. Just a, right, just a little, remains. just a sliver of rib. They've created a beautiful, gaudy, you know, display. Yeah. Lots of gold and filigree and as you do. cornice and whatnot. Crown molding, probably. Sure. Uh, they've embedded a bit of his ri- his rib, and now the Russians, because he's, I guess, the patron saint of Russia. Oh, of course. And so they are just like, "Fuck yeah, let's go see him." Yeah. It's amazing. That's so funny. The video, people are, uh, they are not given a lot of time. No. Uh, but they are freaking out. They love it. <laughs> There are guards, there are multiple guards, but there are two very serious looking guards on each side of it. Yeah. Right? And there's not really much around. This is very much in the middle of this big cathedral, Uh right? And there are people, there are not just the guards, there are also people who sort of escort you in and oh. push you away oh wow you've been here too long man they just manhandle you uh and then people swoop in quickly windex it wipe it down because the next person wants to come in and make out with it too and touch the no they kiss they, they, they oh god freak out yeah <gasps> masturbate whatever they need to do <laughs> to feel connected I wish that's, that uh, masturbation was going on. To that a piece be, of rib. That would be glorious. <laughs> Just got um, jizz moppers and whatever. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> this used to be a family show. Yeah. That's uh, not true. This never was. It, it actually never was. I know people would listen to it with their kids. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay. Y'all are crazy. All right. I like it. <laughs> we refuse to, to warn you yeah. when it's happening. Uh, yeah, so this is this is happening. It's a big deal. And what was the thing I was just about to say before you said the word jizz and it totally <laughs> threw my off. head. I mean, I mean, here's what I am going to say. Someone at the Vatican who knows where St. Nicholas's body is uh-huh. 
needs to go down there at some point and dress that skeleton up like Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before <laughs> Christmas because sure. that's the best St. Nicholas. That's the best Santa costume that there has ever been. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, what I was getting at or getting to is sort of the um, – but this is, of course, emblematic of a trend in Russia where they are – have gotten and are getting more religious. Oh, good. Um, they're they're sort of bucking the international trend here. Weird. You wouldn't think that Russia <laughs> would go against what everybody else in the world is up to. Who ever heard of such a thing? Yeah. I mean, famously, the the Soviets didn't really like religion. Yeah. And they actually blew up or destroyed or whatever the the cathedral that this is all happening in. Oh. Uh, It's been rebuilt. Oh, good. uh, Because sort of the rise of Orthodox uh, Christianity uh, in Russia since the fall of the Soviet Union, they've, they've, you know, kind of fixed fixed up some, some old... Uh, ruins and whatnot. Oh, okay, well there you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, Russia. Well, here's here. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a, a Roman <gasps> uh, thing. What? I'm actually gonna do a quick compare and contrast because I wanted to talk. I, these are gonna be separate stories, but I'm gonna make them a single story. Ah. Um, a very important uh, thing that happened over the last couple, week and a half. Cardinal George Pell. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. is being it, a, a guy who long was accused of many sexual indiscretions uh, and 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 helping other priests, helping priests sort of get away with molestations of various oh, yeah. sorts. Who nevertheless was kept, he was basically sequestered into the Vatican. And kept in a in a very high position within the Vatican uh-huh. uh, by our current the current Pope, yeah. who uh, who pays a lot of lip service to zero tolerance and whatnot oh. yeah. of 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 abuse, and yet still lets this guy totally do hang out. Well, now uh, Pell has been um, he's at the age of seventy six. He's facing multiple charges. In respect of historic sexual offenses, Jesus uh, said the police of the Australian state of Victoria. So he's going to answer those charges. Yeah, uh, he has stepped down from his position in the Vatican, finally. Wow. To go and answer these charges. Well, Contrasting per- that with the Anglicans. Oh, okay. Who are not immune from sexual uh, controversy, or oh. as they say in England. Controversy. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you you made sure that our that our, our English listeners our, that our Brits can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Do you people even understand a word we're saying? Anyway, uh, so the Anglican Church, the Church of England, the C of E. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so former Archbishop of Canterbury, Lord George Carey. Uh, has been since since he stepped down as Archbishop of Canterbury has been um, uh, in in a in an emeritus role, oh, yeah. sort of thing. He's yeah. been he's he, an honorary role. Well, that's a good gig if you can get it. Yeah, emeritus anything, that is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he was uh, Lord, yeah, Lord George Carey. I guess he was just what was his role. Uh. I don't know. It's uh, you know, it's just some fancy thing that doesn't really mean anything except that he's fancy. Oh, he, re- he nobody's doubting how fancy he gets you to are, re- retain Lord Carey. He gets to retain his fanciness. Well, he doesn't get to retain <gasps> his fanciness. Shut up. Uh, after a, a report on child sex abuse, um, accused the church under his leadership of collusion. Um, current Ar- Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby. Mm-hmm. made a pretty unprecedented choice and asked him to step aside. Wow. I guess he's honorary. he was honorary assistant bishop in the Diocese of Oxford. Ah, okay. Uh, but he was asked to, to no longer be honorary. Do that anymore. Don't do the nothing that you're doing. <laughs> Stop <laughs> nothing, nothinging 
in that capacity. But he does it so well, Dan. Well, he can still nothing. It just has to be under a different title. <laughs> uh, no honorables right. can apply to him at this point. Oh, that's so sad. No, it's... Well, I mean, I just think... For him. Yeah. But I do think that, like... Good for the children. That's an interesting compare and contrast between how these two yeah. organizations are handling... Yeah. Past indiscretion. Not indiscretion. There's nothing indiscreet about rape. Right. That's not indiscretion. That's crime. Yeah. These people are criminals. Even if they didn't commit the rape themselves, covering up, shuffling bishops and priests to different dioceses or whatever, that's criminal. These people, these men are criminals. Yes. Evil. Yeah, just, well, yeah, I think anybody who uses their position uh, to take advantage of others, and that's that's what happened. Right. And it's uh, not just that. And, and then, and then is, is evil. Sure. If you're in a position where your job <clears throat> is to protect people, mm-hmm. and the person that you protect is the rapist, and mm-hmm. not the children mm-hmm. in the area that you're sending that rapist to, mm-hmm. you're evil. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. I like the word. And it's pretty clear. We should, we should be willing to use the word evil. Yeah. And it's pretty clear that in their book, they've got a book that talks a little bit about this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear you're not supposed to support child rape. Oh, Dan. I think. Is it really? I don't know. That Maybe. book is clear <laughs> on, on, on an issue. <laughs> I mean. Other than I am the Lord thy God. <laughs> right. Like. It, Worship me. That does seem to be like <laughs> the best, the, the only really genuinely clear thing. <laughs> don't kill, but maybe if I right. tell you to kill, go ahead and kill. But don't kill, but right. I'll kill a million. I'm crazy. Worship me. Right. Right. <laughs> don't eat shellfish. Oh, it's okay. No, don't. Don't do it. I, I don't know. Worship me. Well, Dan, I'm going to build right off of that. Story oh, good. Because actually, um, I think it's uh, rather important oh. uh, to uh, continue on with some things that have been happening at the Vatican. Oh. Uh, a lot of this has been uh, <laughs> sort of uh, uh, presented almost as, oh, poor Pope Francis. <laughs> Oh, he's having to deal with so much right now. There's a lot on that man's plate. Oh, uh, well, to add to that plate, uh, police uh, in a uh, raid on a Vatican apartment. Oh, uh, are they allowed to do that? Apparently, yes. They it, because it's Vatican owned. Uh-huh. It's not in oh, the okay. Vatican. Okay. Right? Uh, they charged in to find the drugs okay and stumbled upon a gay sex orgy well hurrah i mean involving vatican officials okay so we're talking priests uh of yes uh specifically the apartment uh was assigned out to the secretary of Cardinal Francesco Copopalmerio. Oh. I, yes. Uh, the, uh, this, this young man of 50 uh, is, uh, yeah, uh, was having a good time. He was, uh, he was doing what gay men do. Yeah. Which would be fine. If you weren't being a fucking hypocrite, exactly, and pretending to be clergy, well, and well, he is clergy. Also, the 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 palace, the 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 apartment building, right? <laughs> Which, of course, it's a palace, <laughs> is uh, owned by the con- the Vatican's Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, right? Okay. Which that uh, may not be clear to everybody that that. Among everything else that it does, uh, it also is the uh, group that is responsible for looking into clerical sexual abuse cases. (laughs) (laughs) So add a little to the hypocrisy. Yeah. Just a wee bit. You know what's great about that is that, like, it might be likely 
that if we allow that if they allowed the priests a few more orgies, uh-huh. there would be less sexual abuse. Because you would because be... you give them healthy outlets for their oh, sexuality. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't like bottle it all up into some cra- little ball of crazy that they keep in their loins. But here's the question that I have. Yeah. Um, apparently, in at least one article that I read about this. It mentioned that the police were responding to complaints by neighbors. (laughs) This man's neighbors are all cardinals. (laughs) So these guys threw him under the fucking bus. Oh, my God. You know why? They weren't invited. (laughs) The parties are too exclusive. You know what? Fuck that guy. (laughs) He never invited me to the party. I'm going to do him. I'm going to call it the police. You do it again. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, or perhaps one was, you know, it was one of the homophobes. Mm, they do have those. At the Vatican. Though, frankly, I mean, I just get the sense that the Vatican is like literally one disco ball away from a gay club. Right. It's just got to be the gayest place in the world. Right. Well, I loved in the, the the young pope, the sort of the the attitudes about uh, like like they they the, there was this one character very high up in the Vatican, right? Mm. Who his he just wants to know if you're straight or gay, right? He wanted to know if the new pope was straight or gay, mm. uh, basically so he knew what kind of dirt he could get on him, right? <laughs> fair enough like it was just it was clear there was dirt right right like but what kind of dirt are we looking for? i just need to know where <laughs> what rocks to overturn i'll get to it eventually but it would risk it will it'll expedite the process if yeah. you just help me out with yeah. this and I, I don't think that was too far off but anyway yeah uh so poor pope francis all of these just distractions <laughs> From everything he's trying to get done. And he wasn't invited to the party either. No, but he, Bergoglio? No, they would never invite him. So sad. No. All right. I'm going to take us to Australia. Oh, again? Where there's new census data out. Oh. Uh, if you'll recall, Franklin, and I don't know that you will, because we don't listen to us. We just we just blather and not pay attention. But there we did we did a, a story a while back about a, a push in Australia to actually mark the no religion oh yeah, yeah thing yeah. on I, the census. I do remember that there was like a whole there was like an ad campaign and everything because so many people reflexively just say just check whatever box they grew up with right or whatever box you know. My family is historically Catholic, so we'll just say Catholic. Right. I haven't been to Mass since I was four years old. I think it's all hooey, but I'll just click Catholic. But just we're say Catholic. Catholic. Right. Um, concurrent to that, there's also been, apparently, a big scare happening uh, with us worrying that Australia is quickly becoming a Muslim country. Oh, my God. Scun-dun-dun. Oh, my God. Uh, so, the the numbers are out. Okay. Uh, Islam comes in at a shocking, at a terrifying 2.6% of the population. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. I don't know how they're going to survive. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do it. Boy, it's um, it's almost a Muslim country. It really is. It's basically a Muslim country. Wow. Now, 22.6% are Catholic. Oh. 13.3% are Anglican. Oh. 16.3% other Christian. Okay. But the highest single percentage, uh, the highest single category, no religion. Oh, boy. At 30.1%. Shut up. Isn't that great? Good for them. No, that doesn't mean that they beat Christianity in general. I mean, Christianity as, as a whole, 52.1%. But 30%... Yeah, that's pretty good. ...is, uh, in the words of our president, huge. <laughs> that's huge. Well, that, yeah, good, good on them for just 
for making that happen. Yeah. You know? That's uh that's great. So that's uh yeah. I mean they they're 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 doing the good the, the Lord's work over there yeah. down under. They got a whole bunch of non religious folks. It's, it's just great <laughs> to see. How did that happen? Like, what's going on in Australia? Well, I think they're just same copping to it. <laughs> it's the same else. thing that's going on everywhere. <laughs> it's just that they're owning it. Right. They're saying it out well, loud. And they had they were smart enough to run a little campaign mm-hmm. to like just say, hey, you know, like let let's be properly counted. Yeah. That's that's smart. It's important. And, uh, is Australia one of those countries where uh, uh, religious organizations get a little bit of uh, tax? money back uh, based on numbers i 100 percent know nothing about how that works in australia well thanks for asking yeah <laughs> i thought it was a good question it is a good question i'm sure we will get an email sure good now the question's out there yeah all right awesome uh well dan yeah mark zuckerberg my good ha- friend he- <laughs> uh-huh and and neighbor uh-huh. Meaning he lives somewhere in the East United States. Yeah. We're all neighbors. Yeah. And friends, apparently. Mm-hmm. Even the strangers. Yep. Uh, anywho, uh, he has an idea that actually uh, can help these uh, these folk who no longer have a religion. Oh, okay. Uh, he's saying that Facebook can uh, come in and uh, fill an important role. <laughs> May it possibly even the same role that churches and... Uh, <laughs> little league once filled wow that's his opinion of a nerd's perspective on life <laughs> you know here's the thing but let me, okay. okay i'm gonna uh, you, you say your thing and then i'm gonna keep going because he, ha- he has I'm, a little I, bit of a point here i'm gonna have you keep going but i'm going to say that what my response one of my responses to this is going to be i think i'm with him well, here's what here's where he I'll goes. I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, he he isn't talking about just Facebook in general. He's talking about Facebook groups, right? And he uh, they've actually been pushing a new algorithm, which is trying to line people up with groups that they can join on Facebook to build communities around certain interests. Right. It doesn't even matter specifically what that interest is, just so much that people are involved now of course tgia has the members only lounge right which is a place where people can go and find a bit community and have conversations and it's one and, of the best uh, groups that i belong to right whether uh, in, in real life or on on the web the web you know here's another thing we need to stop we need to get away from this notion that the web that web interactions are not real life because you know what in that members only lounge real friendships are made mm, yeah and maintained Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, we recently had uh, a, a, a member of the Members Only Lounge come into Salt Lake, and we had a little bit of a meetup. Yeah. It was delightful. Fantastic. Met several of our listeners, and uh, we, we hung out, and it was like old friends. That's it, fantastic. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm kind of with him. Like, yeah. it's a place where people who have left their religion can find like-minded, uh, happy individuals to, to, to share well, one of the groups that's pointed out in a lot of these stories uh-huh. is the mothers of Mormon kids who are LGBT. Okay, sure. Uh, the, this this is one that must be in the press release mm. that Facebook issued as an example of one of these these communities because it keeps popping up in all these stories. Okay, uh, and which is of course if. In, if anybody recalls the Mama Dragons, I think we talked about. Them. Oh, is that is that yes? Uh-huh. Um, and that's what they call themselves. And so there are all these various different kinds of groups. They're not just maybe belief groups, but they're also groups, support groups of various different kinds. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are groups, I'm sure, fan groups about specific shows and whatnot that are active and yeah. good and where friendships are made with people from across the planet. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of amazing. And uh, so, but but the headline is designed to get you uh, fired up, fired, especially the conservatives. Well, it says the conservative something about fa- conserv- fa- face. Zuckerberg says Facebook can replace church. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Instead of 
fill a role that churches once played. Right. Right. But they that, don't want any, a, any part of that. That's how I'd write that headline if I were a headline writer. Yeah. Sensational. <laughs> Sensational. Well, you need people clicking. That's the thing. I need the clicks. Yeah. Need the clicks. Uh, so, do you remember... I'm going to re- remind you of yet another story that we reported on a long time ago. Oh. Uh, at least a year ago. Well, this is just the uh, update episode for it you, Dan. Is. Um, you know how... So, so, we talked about how the founder of Hobby Lobby, <laughs> yes. Christian E. McChristiansen... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh, who, you know, Hobby Lobby is n- the notoriously Christian uh, company that actually went took... Obamacare to the Supreme Court because they didn't want to provide women with evil health care and all of that yeah. sort of thing. Oh, just the worst kind of health care. Um, they also the 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 uh, the the president of that company was going is wants to start a museum of the Bible, which is now under construction in Washington D.C. Do you remember we talked I about this? Remember this? this? Yeah, uh, and it's he a had huge collection, like he, a crazy huge collection of like biblical artifacts, and right? Shit, right, right, and old Bibles. Uh, yes, old Bibles and yeah. and and ancient world uh, artifacts. Well, it turns out, uh oh, that some five thousand five hundred artifacts in his uh in in their collection uh-huh were ill obtained <laughs> in what way well they and we we did talk about this a little bit but they were they came from sources that they didn't know okay they didn't ask any questions about it they just found them uh and uh, that you know were contacted about them they paid. So some, they were buying stuff off the black market, so to speak. Essentially, yes. Ooh. Like all of the red flags were there, and pretty fucking obvious things like, uh, you know, don't pay us. Put the money into these different uh, personal accounts. Right. That we won't talk thing. to you over the phone. We have to meet in this parking garage. They never met the owners of these things. <laughs> They all of the things that they went and saw were laid out sort of unceremoniously. Like uh, it was a some seedy motel. It's clearly just on the bed. Like it couldn't have been some more standing in the clearly corner. black market. Yeah. If if like if the guys were in ski masks, that wouldn't have been more of a tip off than they already had. The artifacts are like in trunks of cars. Right. This fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> like. <laughs> These cuneiform tablets, yeah, my mom had them in her attic. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> well, it turns out that now they must turn them back over uh, to the United States uh, Department of Justice or whatever uh, and pay an additional a $3 million uh, fine Ooh. to settle up the civil, the civil charges. Everything... Go Hobby Lobby now, because everything's going to get a little bit more expensive. Folks. Yeah. Do, the sales are ending How about right this? now. Michael's is a perfectly reasonable alternative to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> do not go to Hobby Lobby. Don't give them your money. <laughs> but here's the other thing. Uh, guess where lots of that shit came from? Where? These are, these are artifacts from Iraq, from Syria. Oh, no. These fuckers are funding ISIS. And that's oh. legit. Like, it's it's pretty clear that... Because <laughs> ISIS has a whole system of, like... They do. They dig up artifacts. <clears throat> they pillage these uh, these ancient ruins and whatever. And sell... And that's how they fund themselves. So, if you buy stuff at Hobby Lobby, you're also funding ISIS. You're funding ISIS. <laughs> You're funding... Now that you know, you are. Yeah, right. You can't unhear that, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You you would knowingly... Hobby Lobby funds ISIS. ISIS. Wow. All of that money. It's, it seems pretty clear that a, a good percentage Holy of that money... Holy fucking shit. These people need to be hauled off to prison. 
They need to be like, oh no, they just paid the fine. They're fine. They, but well, they need to be strung up in the court of public opinion. Yeah, and destroyed. They need to be brought down. That, I mean, that's awful. Here's what's funny. But uh, through their ridiculous, uh, obsessive belief, yeah, they have done evil direct, directly quantifiable evil in the world yeah now they're claiming ignorance they're claiming yeah they are ignorant they're claiming Actually, we're new to the whole antiquities trade we didn't know what we didn't know somebody offered to sell us some q a form we thought it was fun actually they are what the kids at my elementary school would have called ignorant <laughs> they they uh well that's what they want you to believe ignorant i don't believe it for a second that they were ignorant i believe that they just thought they could get away with it the you want to know another so here's one of the other ways in which it was very obvious uh -huh. that this was uh, illegal what they were doing wow. the carts the cartons uh, containing all of their uh this these shipments were labeled things like tile or like like, it was all clearly mislabeled to try and get through customs without anybody looking. Wow. It's wow. such bullshit. These bastards. They are, knew. They, they, they were they not ignorant. 100% knew. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it, and they had they experts ha go out and verify that these were authentic, which means that they knew where they were from, too. Yeah. They knew that this was Mesopotamian stuff. They knew that it was from... Iraq and Syria. Oh, and they were probably thinking to themselves, you know, like somebody has to save these. Oh, they because, oh they justified it in their own minds, yeah. but they were funding ISIS and they Absolutely. fucking knew it. Yeah. No, of course they were. They fucking knew it. Oh god. Oh my god, Dan. So there you go. I'm fucking outraged right now. <laughs> like I'm truly outraged. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking assholes? What pricks? Because they... The, What's funny to me is that I had a hard time finding links to uh, articles that would make both connections. I found articles talking about the connection between the stuff and ISIS. And I found articles talking about the stuff and Hobby Lobby. I did not find articles that connected the two. It took me a, a minute. I had to make sure that I was connect that they were connected, but it's it's pretty clear that uh, yeah, those fuckers funded ISIS. Anyway, I'm so pissed right now. We're gonna give Frank a little moment to cool down. <laughs> if you guys have anything you'd like to say to us, uh, please feel free to write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. It is. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, and click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, you could search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. And Zuckerberg will be happy that you joined. Hey, Dan. Hey, Frank, you want to hear something crazy? I like crazy. Because uh, a guest on Alex Jones's show. Ooh, Alex Jones. He's uh, he's that reputable news source, isn't he's, he? He's uh, the infallible, uh, n a never funding, flowing font of reliable news. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he had this guy on. And he didn't refute anything that he said. Let's take a listen. But you know, one of Hunter S. Thompson's best friends, he's the famous artist, I interviewed him. He said Hunter S. Thompson was about to expose pedophile rings and things, and that it was disinfo against him by the pedophile rings because he was writing about it. Let me see what Robert David Steele has to say. Go ahead. No, I, I agree with that. And let me just point out, let me just point out that pedophilia does not stop with sodomizing children. It goes straight into terrorizing them to adrenalize their blood and then murdering them. 
It also includes murdering them so that they can have their bone marrow harvested as well as body parts. Pedophilia is much This is the bigger. original growth hormone. Yes, yes. It's an anti-aging thing. And, and um, this may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride. Uh, so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Uh, there's all kinds of... Well, I, look, I know 90% of the, of, the, of the NASA missions are secret, and I've been told by high-level NASA engineers that, that you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing the media jumps on. But I know this, we see a bunch of a mechanical wreckage on Mars, and people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They go, oh, you're a conspiracy terrorist. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. Alex, you're one of the most original guys on the air. And, and I would, you asked what should you do. I think you should be the truth channel in America. Uh, and I think you should really try to systematically put guests on that Donald Trump is not listening to because they're being blocked from him. For example, Carl Denninger, co-founder of the Tea Party. He should be a guest on your show talking about how the Trump health plan, the Ryan health plan, is completely dishonest because it doesn't have a price list and it doesn't allow the government to negotiate with the companies. Uh, you should have Edgar Fahey, the uh, inventor of the automated payment transaction tax that would eliminate all taxes, including income taxes, on people like you and me, and it would tax currency and stock. Is that the Tobin tax? Is that the Tobin tax? Uh, I don't think so. It's it, it's similar. It's a tiny fractional tax on every transaction, including internal corporate transactions where a lot of money laundering sure. goes on. Well, I don't know about Mars bases, but I know they've created massive thousands of different types of chimeras that are alien life forms on this Earth now. I'm lost. How? Uh, How? I, I, I'm... First of all, I'm very surprised. I, I, I hadn't heard any of that. No. No, you hadn't. Uh, I did spring that on you. Here's the thing. Like, no, I... If you're going to just... You can't just say child sex ring on mm -hmm. Mars yeah. and then just bounce right off of that to a tax thing. How are well, you... <laughs> Dan, it's such a given. It's kind of a given. I mean, it's... Clearly, you're not in the know, but I mean, if you don't if, already if you, know about the child sex ring on Mars, it, once you've heard it enough, <laughs> it's just very just sort of de rigueur. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you just bounce from crazy to crazy, uh -huh. it all ends up sounding the same. You can, okay. say, you can say anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. But to get to it. But I mean. Come on, a child sex ring on Mars. That's that's a bombshell. <laughs> well, you know, Elon Musk has to have something to do once he gets there. Right? Right? He needs, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Like, well, first of all, they're not children by the time they get there. Ooh. They've ruined They're it. consenting adults at that point. I don't think they're consenting anything. <laughs> they're just Mars slaves. <laughs> Mars sex slaves. Sex slaves on Mars. It's the, it's the, it's it's uh, it, it's got to be the next B movie that comes out. Mm -hmm. I want to see it. I don't know how Jones's listeners keep up with all this shit. Frankly, <laughs> I mean, I just there are you know you got to assume that most of his listeners don't believe all of it, but some of them do. Some of them are just. Full-on believers in this shit. Oh, yeah. I, well, I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, he know. says it with such conviction. He's got that raspy voice, and he just yells it at you. Mm -hmm. How are you supposed to deny that? Yeah. He's so yelly. It's, it must be true. It must be true. Uh, that, that's how... That's, that's how I know to trust. That's how yelling works. News. Yelling equals the truth. The louder, the better, the more trustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Frank, we had some folks write into us. Did we now? As they as they so often do. A uh, bunch of people. Uh, you remember you and I spoke about uh, the, the, the Court of Europe, the Court of the European Union, the High Court of... I don't know what the court is called anymore. It's a court. Um, 
saying that a person could sue a drug company for uh, this guy got MS after he got a vaccination. And oh, even yeah, though there it was, was total bullshit. Even yeah. though there was no evidence that right. that vaccination could possibly cause MS, the, the court said that he could still that that was still a valid lawsuit. Um, Randy wrote in, dude, dudes, rather. I, it addresses both of us. Okay. Uh, writing from Fabulous Oregon, veterinarian and Southern Baptist that went over the wall and ran away. Listen today. Uh, listened today. Cannot remember the details, but you mentioned the European court siding with a person who claimed MS after something or other was given. This sort of thing happens. We've been cautious with meds, even as simple as antibiotics in dogs and cats for some time, since we know some of these drugs and vaccines can trigger autoimmune diseases. So, although it's difficult to prove cause and effect all the time in an individual, we know it happens in the herd. Uh, totally infatuated with the show. Uh, thanks so very much. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, I don't know what to believe about that. It does seem like you should still have to have uh, evidence <laughs> in order to before you can sue, sue somebody yeah. for something. Huh. Uh, okay. You know, we track these things pretty good in in the the first world in terms of like if there were a correlation between x uh vaccine and y malady right they'd probably have sorted that out depends maybe i i mean who knows maybe that's why the court's willing to, to leave it, it out yeah maybe yeah. anyway thanks for writing in hey frank and dan this is Lindsay writing into us after the show mentioning caparot uh i have I, you remember this this is the that swing your chickens. Swing your chickens, do si do. Alaman left and out your sins go. Uh, so yes, uh, swinging chickens over the head is the is is the fun part of Caparot. Um, <laughs> after the show mentioning Caparot, I had to find an article uh, to chuckle over with my other atheist friends. The article mentions a yes, you can swing chickens by their feet, and b and more oh, importantly, good. b if you are pregnant, you swing another one for your baby. Which begs the question, what sins do those babies need the chicken for? Original. <laughs> well, or, or extra crispy. But <laughs> It's a chicken joke. Wow, Dan. Chicken. Uh, Lindsay continues, so I inevitably Googled, do fetuses masturbate? Oh. One, one 1996 study says yes, but it seems to be pretty up in the air. However, Republican Congressman Burgess... Uh, total surprise, he's from Texas, tries to, tried to use it to restrict abortion access. I remember that. He was like, he basically said, if they can masturbate, then they're alive and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh uh, which, as he's presumably a Christian, would involve a hilariously, uh, hilariously being backbending logic. Right. Uh, thanks for sending me down that click hole. Yeah. Uh, why would you swing a chicken for a fetus? Why would you swing a chicken? Fucking leave the chickens alone, Jews. Yeah. Be nicer to chickens. Yeah. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Poor what? chickens. Poor Jews. Anyway. <laughs> Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, this is, I'm going to pronounce this, Aya? Perfect. A-J-A? How would yeah. you? Aya? Aja? A-J? Aja. Hi, Frank and Dan. I love your show. I live in Kansas City, Mo, uh, by way of Salt Lake City. And no, I didn't grow up Mormon. <laughs> Sorry, that's the first thing people ask when I tell them I grew up in Utah. Yes, it is the first thing anybody will ask you. Uh, we Utahns get that no matter where we go. Yep. Hey, are you a Mormon? Hey, do you have the right to ask me that question? We are strangers. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was listening to your latest show, and I wanted to weigh in on the hand over the heart for the National Anthem discussion. Oh. For the past four years, I've had season tickets to a minor league hockey team based in Independence, Missouri. You know, the Mormon Garden of Eden. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, we know Independence mm -hmm. quite well. Yeah. It's wackadoo. Yeah. Uh, but apparently uh, good for hockey? I don't know. That's interesting. Wouldn't have uh, guessed that, actually. Yeah, and have listened, uh, and have had to listen to hundreds of national, had to, had to listen to hundreds of National Anthems. I didn't put my hand over my heart for a single one of them. I don't understand why we're forced to listen to the anthem at sporting events. Well, I mean, that's just a tradition. I, yeah. Yeah. Why are we listening? I don't know. Why is it a tradition? Right. 
But I noticed that a lot of people don't put their hand over their heart at these games, so I don't think it's a big deal anymore. Something that is very disturbing at these games is the introduction of the singing of God Bless America. For those of you who don't live in our country, that is not an official American song. It's no. just a song that became popular. I think it's an Irving Berlin song, God actually. God Bless America. Um, okay. uh, uh, so uh, my first season four years ago every Friday was Veterans Appreciation Night and they would bring out a school choir to sing God Bless America while honoring a war vet uh, they didn't stop concession stand sales or ask us to stand up and while it, was, while it irked me a little bit to conflate serving our country with serving God it mm-hmm. wasn't really an over the top production <laughs> over the past three seasons they have ramped this up big time oh boy the last season they started singing it at every single game and they ask that people stand and remove their hats. The concession stand workers stop selling food and uh, food and drinks, and they watch the TV monitors in silence as the little children sing "God Bless America." I think this is worth a letter. Maybe I think you, you just need it to will maybe, do nothing. It will but, do nothing. But you'll right. go on record just to say, "Hey, you know, feels like you're getting something started here." And I would just ask you to, you know, consider whether, you know, this is a road that you want to be going down. Because, quite frankly, it feels a little weird to me. Right. You know. Because they're already doing the but, anthem. Right. It's covered. Right. And America is taken care of. And Thank you. There's nothing really, there's, like, I, you want to bring a, a veteran out and honor them? Great, great. Go ahead and do that. But, but we don't need a different song. But we don't need to maybe, maybe you could even like, we don't need to put this on the level of the national anthem. Yeah. Maybe do like kind of, you know, argue you, in their terms a little bit. You know you what know? you do? Here's what you do. You mentioned that it was written by a Jew. <laughs> I don't know. We need no Jew songs. <laughs> I don't need to hear me. Christian songs or nothing. That's a damn Jew song. I don't want to hear it. I don't know. There have been some good Christmas hymns. I know. Not hymns. Christmas songs. Yeah, I know. That, that came from... Written by, sung by... Yeah. It's the, the Jews are taking over Christ. Yeah. So well, pretty soon the Jews will be the only Christians left. <laughs> that's dumb, Dan. Of course it's dumb. <laughs> I'm having fun with dumbness. Uh, oh, we need to thank some people. Yes, we do. And I'm well, going to start out, actually, because I've got a thing. We have a new, uh, uh, someone has, has decided to, uh, to, to be a patron, not on Patreon, but rather on our PayPal thing. Oh, okay. Which is thing we still do. Yeah. Uh, so, so thanks to Shine Happy uh, over, at the, uh, over, over at PayPal uh, for the monthly donation. That's really sweet. All right. Well, we uh, also have a new beatified listener on oh. Patreon. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, well, actually, it's a, it's a group. Oh, they're all coming in at the, the beatified level. Uh, Jim, Jose, and our pups. Oh. So thank you, guys. It's a family. It's a family. Oh. Uh, thank you so much. And if you'd like to I hope join... those dogs are kicking in their fair share. <laughs> well, I, I... Clearly they are. Okay. Clearly they are. Don't, don't let them slack. Um, and, of course, if you'd like to become a... Uh, beatified or faithful member of the podcast you can go to the to our website thankgodimatheist.com and click the support tab the 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 patreon link there and uh and and there are there are benefits to doing so Oh, absolutely you get a free uh a commercial free version of the show which is great uh you know if you come in at the pope level Mm -hmm. should we make an announcement our pope hats are in oh that's right ladies and gentlemen all of our Pope level uh, donors, I think you have to be a Pope level for a certain amount of time to get the uh, hat. We, uh, we, we, yeah, as long as you're a, a, at the Pope level for two months, then, uh, then, then you get a hat. Uh, yeah. if, if you are a Pope level donor, please write to us and uh, and give us your. Uh, I've, I've collected all of them already. Okay, we've yeah, already got. So everybody who's already a Pope has already given me their address. Okay. Uh, and uh, we'll be sending those hats out. The hats are Post on the taste. way. You, so if you if you too would like to be, would you would like everyone in your neighborhood to know that you're the Pope? 
Go to go to thankautomatheus.com and click click on that Patreon. And then of course we still need to thank our Lord and Savior who continues as James. James, the Lord and Savior. Yes. Praise be to unto him. In the name of Frank and of the Dan. Amen. Amen. Hey, Dan. Yes, sir. What do Mormons believe? Let me tell you something. They believe in Satan. Yeah, that's true. He's a bad guy. Yeah. But here's, here's what's tricky about Satan. And I think this, everybody's, all of Christians, all of Christianity's Satan is an interesting concept. Yeah. Uh, I think if you talk to, you know, some, a member of the Satanic Temple or even one of the... Uh, like more legit Satanist cults or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll hear a different story about kind of the same figure in, uh, in Christian lore, but Satan. All right, let's go to Mormon Satan. Yeah. Let's dive in. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll find similarities between Mormon Satan and, and other Satan. You're more broadly Christian shit Satan. Right. Yeah. But here's the deal. Mormons have so let's let's start with the pre-existence. Oh yeah. Well, this is critical in sort of Mormon theology. Period. Yeah. Right. You, I mean, you look at the the Mormons have this thing they call the plan of salvation. Oh yeah. Right. And it all gets uh, kicked off in the pre-existence. This is this. I is love that the pre-existence. Pre-existence. You did you did exist before you existed. <laughs> Please understand that in the time before your existence, you, ex- you existed. Of course you did. Yeah. Um, you were in the form of an intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's how we were described. Uh, so all of us existed before this life uh, as an intelligence in God's... As spirits. As spirits in, yeah. in, in sort of the mystical realm. Yes. Who knows where. Yeah. And during this uh, pre-existence, uh, the, uh, there was a big, great council in heaven. They had meetings. Yeah. There were meetings. A general conference. <laughs> they, had, they had the semi-annual general conference of heaven. They, and God would get up at his little podium. There was a fucking hierarchy, of course. Sons and daughters. My dear brothers and sons no. and daughters. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> And here's the thing. We are all his spirit children. Oh, yeah. Gods. Mm-hmm. And when I say we, that includes Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that includes Lucifer. Yeah. Satan, his damn self. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, in this great council in heaven. And Jesus which, and Satan mm-hmm. are important. Right. The rest oh, yeah. of us, we were kind of bullshit. We're just hanging out, listening. Chilling. Yeah. But you got you got these two guys, yeah, on the right and left hand of God, right. And Jesus gets up and he sort of gives his little spiel about how. Well, no, it's first Lucifer gets up, and this right? is this is the board meeting to decide how things on earth are going to go, right? This and is the, uh, so they've worked on these presentations for a while. Yeah, he they've got up. they've got PowerPoint. He they got the whole he's got thing. his laser pointer. Yeah, and he's like, listen. I'm going to... This is Satan. Yeah. I'm going to go down there. All of us are going to go down there. We're going to get our bodies, right? Because that's get, apparently we what... We get it. That's important. Apparently. Uh, and uh, and I'm going to make sure that every single one of us comes back. Everybody gets into heaven. Right. You get into heaven, and you get into heaven, and you get into heaven. Right. And Jesus gets... At, and, he, and he goes, and the, the honor will be mine. Right. He's, yeah, he says, he says, hooray for me, I'm getting everybody into heaven after earth. Right. Which, I'm kind of like, yeah, hooray for you. Yeah. Uh, Jesus gets up and says, no, we will be tested. I will go down and I will be sort of the savior figure or whatever. And uh, everybody's going to be tested and probably most of us aren't going to come back. Yeah. Everyone will have, and this is, but we'll have, we're about, I'm about to say an important word in Mormonism. Mm -hmm. 
everyone will have agency. Oh, yeah. They will all be blessed with the gift, the holy gift. The precious, literally, I'm on the LDS.org website right now, <laughs> and it is described as a precious gift from God. It is, Dan. Agency. Yeah. What that means is God makes us all fairly shittily. Uh-huh. We are none of us perfect in any way. Flawed. We're flawed beings. Mm -hmm. And then he says, choose whether you're going to sin or not sin, whether you're going to be good or not good. Right. And then based on those choices that you make in this pretty fucked up condition of humanity uh -huh. that you get born into, I'll decide what your eternity looks like. Oh, I know. So just know. There was one dude who was like, you know, probably everybody should get to just be in heaven. Right. Because this whole thing, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And then there was this other dude who was like, nah, we're going to weed some fuckers out. Right. <laughs> so then there's the, the, the war in heaven. There's a war. Where, and this is actually in, in Revelation. Yeah. Right. Revelation 12 has this kind of war in heaven thing. Right. And so different biblical. theologians through the through the years have come up with different interpretations of all of this. Well, good old Joseph Smith uh he looked, knows the truth. He, he read this whole thing and he's like, well this is the war in heaven and there was this great count and he goes and he tells this whole story and blah 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 and this is why they're the third of the hosts of heaven, you know, fall, they're fallen angels. And Michael, meaning a third of the a third of the intelligences, a third of God's own creation, yeah. goes, yeah, Satan's right, yeah, fucking don't send anybody to hell. That's fucked up, God. Right, and God's like, well, fuck you guys then. Yeah, kicks and them out, kicks them all out, uh, and uh, the archangel Michael does 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 all of that. He kicks them all out. Boom. He's he's God's bouncer. <laughs> also, uh, Adam in Mormon. Theology. Yeah, he yeah. Michael ends up sort of going on to different things. Yeah, he's the father of us all. Yeah, physically as well, technically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, so so anyway, so you have this like uh, this. Uh, I mean, the thing is, like a devil figure. When you think of a devil, you think of a demon and this like horns yeah. and tail and man some this, this critter that's or creature this being who just wants to torture us red scaly right, for whatever with a bifurcated tail and it carries a pitchfork right and it never never makes a lot of sense uh joseph smith's trying to make some sense of the whole thing still doesn't make any sense <laughs> no uh but um at least there's this notion of uh jealousy and hatred uh, that that these fallen angels have for the those of us who get to come here and have a body. Oh yeah, congratulations, right? you guys! All of you who have bodies, I assume you all do. Uh huh. Uh, I hope most of our listeners have bodies. <laughs> Everyone who has a body, it means you were on the good guy side. Yeah, you were on Team Jesus. Yeah, not Team Satan. All of us. And here you are. You made it. Uh huh. But and, and now it's your turn on Earth. But. To make it even more fucked up. Yeah. To make Jesus's plan that much more fucked up. Mm -hmm. God said, Satan, you're kicked out of heaven. You're kicked out of the plan. Mm -hmm. Your plan sucked so bad that you are going, you are condemned basically to go to earth and tempt these fuckers. Yeah. Try to make them do bad things. So the guy that wanted everybody to go to heaven. Right. Is now trying to get as many people away from heaven as possible. Right. Well, he's 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 jealous. I have to think he's saving them. <laughs> like we're all getting this from God's perspective. This is all this is all God's history. I, I got to think if I'm reading this story from sort of an outsider's perspective. Right. I'm thinking he's tempting people to make quote unquote bad decisions so that they come and live in his utopia right rather than in god's bullshit utopia right. he is saving people and and most of these bad decisions are simple things like having sex right and in case of mormons drinking alcohol right right having like, fun 
having fun. Uh, now, some of it, like, you know. Of course. You, like, it, it, you, when Satan gets your Hitlers gets you and to, your to, to murder someone, boy, he's really, uh, that's not nice. That's not nice. That's not nice at all. No. That, that wasn't good of him. No. But it does feel like, uh, what, like, what possible motivation could the guy who wanted to save all of us have but see, then to ruin it for here's us? Where, here's where God swoops in. Uh-huh. Uh, where Heavenly Father swoops in. Hmm. Uh, you know, Mormons don't believe in hell. Not, not oh, that's in a sort of the, the, the traditional yeah. sense of Satan's luring you away. Whatever hell you, you guys got. To be in his realm, right? Like, that's not, that's not how Mormons see it. Mormon, no. like, you're still in God's realm. You'll be forgiven in the last moments of the judgment you just have to go to right there there's there's three so heaven so the afterlife is basically segmented out yeah uh you got your new york you got your philly and you got your uh, orlando your i was <laughs> you you got your omaha ah okay <laughs> so so what you want is the exaltation of your new york city right but uh <laughs> i'm just kidding no. There are the three levels of heaven. We've talked about this before, but yes, the the highest level is where you get to chill with God for eternity and hang out. And none of this makes any sense at all. No. Cuz really you you've got the three levels of heaven and everybody lives together on these levels. Um but then there's also the part of the lore where you are going to be your own god if you're yeah. exalted and you've got your own thing. So how are you living with them if you're already doing another thing? It's a it's the math just, doesn't quite work out if you actually. It's fine. <laughs> fine, Dan. It will all be but anyway, revealed so later. This all gets 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 us round to this idea of like this Satan, right? This mm. Lucifer, who is this uh, actually quite relatable figure, mm-hmm. right? This is, this is something that I don't think that they uh, that Joseph Smith really thought through. <laughs> In the he's he's this he's your brother. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's everybody's brother. He's uh, he's just sort of kind of you know from their perspective maybe a little bit of a douche, but um, but ultimately at the end of the day, like you say, he was he was right. Yeah, right. If you're an almighty God, then fucking make everybody so that they're good. Yeah, do it right. Right. Stop fucking up. Agency, though, Dan. Agency. What's funny is, uh, you know, you and I, we mentioned earlier. You know, most modern, a lot of modern philosophy is getting to is coming now to the conclusion that there's no such thing as free will. Mm. You know, everything's kind of predetermined in in either genetically or through your. You know, you don't choose what situations you were born into or whatever. But basically, nor the situations that you find yourself in. Right. But the, the, the way that you decide, the way the choices that you make, you really don't have a way out of that. Yeah, you're not really you're making gonna... choice. Like, your, your brain chemistry is responding to the stimuli around you. This is why some people uh, have taken to rolling dice to make decisions. <laughs> well. No, 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 no. There's you a, might there, as well. There is a, um, a businessman here in town. Uh-huh. Owns a prominent bookstore. Oh, have you heard about this? No. Okay, I won't say his name or the bookstore on the show, but he use like he has this whole system where he makes decisions. <laughs> like, see, he lays out. He's like, okay, if I roll a this, I'm gonna do this. If I roll a that, I'm gonna roll, or if I roll this, I'll do that. Uh-huh. Right. And so his he made a major, huge decision, right, to move his bookstore. Yeah. Right. Based. All on the rolling of the dice because he knows that he's he's he, he needs to break out of this the, the decision making apparatus up in his head, so he leaves it to chance. Well, and he also knows that like isn't you, that... you take a risk any which way you turn exactly. So you put out what seem like all viable options, and then it's just like I don't know. And it, it's not the the dice are connected to any like force of nature that's deciding no it's just he's willing to accept random 
over the pre-programmed decisions yeah. that his brain would make. That's nuts. I like it. I tell you what, <laughs> uh, the truth of the, so, so yeah, I mean, as we start to recognize the fact that like, do we make choices kind of, but like, you know, as we, as we learn that like criminals are often not bad people, but people with bad brain chemistry, people who's, mm. who are broken, you know, we get a right. lot, you know, if you're a schizophrenic and you genuinely believe that people are out to get you. Right. Right. And that's a very real thing to you. Mm -hmm. You're going to make choices that are different than someone whose brain is sort of operating at maximum full capacity. Yeah. And I feel like that's uh, that's something that we uh, we learn more and more about how, you know, deviant behavior, uh, non normative behavior is often not chosen. Yeah. Or, or you know, you, you see kids growing up in in extreme poverty and whatever. Their choice to steal or to deal drugs or whatever may not be a choice. Hmm. It may be the only way that they see to live. So I think that I think that as we progress through that, the idea of agency will become more and more farcical. Yeah. Because it's nonsense. It's hmm. just stupid. But hmm. go Satan. I mean, hail Satan. Uh, I think that that should be the title of this particular show. Hail Satan! Hail Mormon Satan! Um, <laughs> and we, uh, I've, I, yeah, there you go. Um, we honor that guy who seemed to be the only one thinking clearly in the pre-existence on that very important day. On that, and he was when a third of our brothers and sisters were lost to us. Oh, Dad. Mormons get so sad about shit like that. <laughs> So, ugh, they're the worst. Mormons are the worst. <laughs> anyway, if you have a special relationship with Satan, ha, and you'd like to tell us about it, feel free to. You can write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. Tell us all about it. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click like, you'll see all the... Find things that Mich that uh, Mackenzie has to post for you. And while you're on Facebook, why don't you just search for that TGIA members only lounge request to join? It's a closed group, but that's what keeps it awesome. Yeah. And Zuckerbergian. Nope. Nope. We don't let it. He's not invited. Actually, he is. If he wanted to. If join. he wanted to, why not? I think he's he an might atheist. already be. He might be in there. An alias. Oh. If you want to communicate directly with Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> join the TGIA Members Only Lounge. All right. Uh, hey, thanks to Mackenzie for all of her hard, hard work on the uh, Facebook page, and to uh, Danny, Sarah, and Amy for all of their work as moderators in the Members Only Lounge. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yeah. Uh, thank. Uh, yeah. Uh, who else? I don't know who else to thank. Thank thanks. We kind of thanks to our Patreon donors. Yes, thank you guys. And uh, and if you would like to join their ranks, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the Patreon link. That'll take you there, and you can help us out. And if you can't afford that, please feel free to go to your podcast listening thing of choice and rate us. Give us that five star rating. Yeah, uh, helps us out. Helps us out uh, a tremendous amount. Hey, and guess what, y'all. I want to thank you. Yeah, you, personally. Our dearest listener. For tuning in. Bye. Bye.